Good morning. Welcome to the Daily Ding. Happy Wednesday morning. We've got all of your NBA offseason action right here on the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm Zach Harper. That's Wazdy Lambre, the cultural anthropologist for the Athletic. We've got Andrew Schleck pushing buttons. Don't miss exclusive in-depth coverage of this unprecedented sports season. you got to subscribe now and save. Go to theathletic.com slash daily ding. Get you a deal on signing up for The Athletic. You'll get all the best writing, including my power rankings. We got reports left and right. We got features. We got Seth Partnow's player tier rankings, which people are going nuts over this week. So make sure you check out The Athletic coming up on today's Daily Ding. Pacers finally hired a coach. The Lakers are trying to finesse the system. But was first, power rankings. Oh, you know I love me some power rankings. I did some too early in the offseason power rankings for The Athletic. And I would say... They were received, you know, they were received like you know, some people liked them. Some people didn't. But, uh, you know, it's never too early to to throw out some rankings going into the offseason after the Lakers win the championship. Try to see where everybody is. And so I guess my first question to you, because if you ask me if anybody was too high or too low, I'm going to say they're all, they're Perfect, all perfectly right. Cause yeah, because <laughs> I wrote them. Was. So, yeah, of course, I, I, I disagree with one team. I'll let you know who that is later. But other than that, you know, who's too high on these rankings? You know what's funny? I think the Warriors are both too high and too low. Okay. In the, in the <laughs> sense that <laughs> in the sense that as presently constructed, this Warriors team drafting the number 2 pick in the draft um and what they have right now which is Draymond Green, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins and basically no respectable NBA rotational players. This is not the fifth best team in the NBA, but I think by the time the offseason is over, um, and we think they're going to move the pick. They're going to try to get another all-star caliber player in there. I think by the time it's all said and done with the offseason, I'll put them right up there with the Lakers because I've had that much respect and faith in the championship pedigree, DNA, whatever horse, horse shit um, <laughs> cliche you want to use. But I believe right. in those in that core, in Draymond, Steph, and, and Clay Thompson. And so I think they can get up to as high as number two, but number five is presently constructed is just a stretch in my opinion. Yeah, I get that. I guess I don't feel as bad about their supporting cast. Like I think Kevon Looney, as long as he can be healthy, is a good big man to have, especially with that core. I believe in Andrew Wiggins in this system a little bit more than most people do, uh, but I also don't think he's as bad as everyone has said he is over the last few years. Um, so maybe I'm a little high on that. I also do think they're going to fail at the rotation. Like there are a lot of rumors about like them going after Dwight Howard, which to me was I'm like, why would Dwight leave the Lakers? He just won a championship. But then again, it's Dwight Howard. You can't predict what he's going to do. So if they got someone like him, I mentioned someone like a Justin Holiday. Like they're going to try to fill out that rotation a little bit. And I don't think it's going to be hard to convince people to go there because I do think people still respect this team. I know a lot of fans For wanted sure. to see them want to see them falter and they love this last season. They got to laugh at him and everyone will say, look, they weren't good, you know, in the couple games before, but they're getting Clay Thompson back. He's going to be a monster. They're already, you know, there's already propaganda coming out of, uh, out of these warriors camps that these players didn't know how good Clay Thompson was. They didn't play with him last year was like, I think, I think Clay's going to be great. Draymond's great with those guys. And then Steph is going to be, Steph's going to be hunting for an MVP. Like he's going to be on fire this year, trying to remind people that he's pretty good. Right. And now as far as teams that are too low, and I know we spent the better part of a month and a half now, it seems, making fun of the Clippers, but I'd say they're too low at seven. Uh, the talent, the talent is still high end talent. 
Uh, and even when you consider the guys that they can easily bring back, like Jermichael Green and Marcus Morris, while moving on from the guys that sort of hurt them this season, excuse me, this postseason, when it comes to Lou Will and Montrez Harrell, I think they can ju- they just have flexibility as far as filling out the roster. Zub quietly was their best big in the playoffs. He was a beast down low. He was actually catching passes when thrown to him down low. Imagine. Um, <laughs> protecting the paint. He was just a, a good-ass center in, in the bubble in the playoffs. And so I think they have, talent-wise, what's there to compete in the West. So I, I think seven is far too low for the Los Angeles Clippers. I can't do it, Wes. I, just, I, I trusted them. They burned me. No, I, I trusted Kawhi Leonard, right? right? I trusted Kawhi, and I get it. They moved Doc out of there. Now Ty Lue takes over. And I do, like, I wrote this, but I do think there's something that Ty Lue knew the situation and didn't think, oh, this isn't fixable. Right. Right? Like, I do think there is something to that because he could have he could have gone to Houston. He could have gone to New Orleans. You know, Houston, not so much fun because they don't have any money. But New Orleans, like, a really good, promising team with you know everything's moving in the right direction with that organization under David Griffin he could have taken that but he looked at the Clippers and said no I can win with these guys we can win a title that makes me feel good but they're still the Clippers they proved they're still the Clippers in the second round they didn't get to the conference like was if they got into the conference finals and lost the Lakers even if they gotten stomped by the Lakers I'd be like okay whatever they blew a 3-1 lead to the Nuggets and I know the Nuggets are good but that's just I'm done with them okay they gotta be halfway through that parade before I believe in them again Listen, Zach, in my lifetime alone, I've watched the Red Sox and the Cubs break over 100-year curses. I've seen the Raptors win while being in Canada. Um, I think the Clippers, man, can be the next in line (laughs) to break a generations-long sports curse. Now, Now, one team I didn't know what to do with was was the Brooklyn Nets. I put them ninth which could either be too high or too low. Like, we don't know what KD is going to look like, except he's there's rumors that he, he looks like a monster. Obviously, there's the Kyrie stuff. Um, you know, there's the Steve Nash as a new coach. They got to re-sign Joe Harris. But everyone else is pretty much coming back there unless they make a big deal um, in, a, in a trade or something. Like, I want to believe in them just because I believe in Kevin Durant. But there's also, like, you know these guys. You know KD and Kyrie. Like, are they really going to lead? That's the... <laughs> That's just one of those bad relationships, man. You see your homie hanging out with a toxic girl and you, uh, or vice versa, a toxic male, and you're just like, that can't be good. There's a reason they're only hitting you up at 2.30 in the morning, bro. It's not, that's not headed for long-term <laughs> commitment, guys. I just, I, I just don't see it working for those guys long-term. And I don't think they're going to start this season, the next season, whatever that is, with some incredible chemistry and, and, and all of this stuff. I, I just don't see it for them. I don't know who's the leader of that team I don't know what type of Kevin Durant we're getting back if you tell me we're getting you know say 90% of the guy who played in the 2019 playoffs this team is going to be amazing but it's hard to believe that that's going to be the case coming off of some of such a devastating injury well Waz what if I throw this at you what if he comes back and he's just Dirk Nowitzki which is a crazy thing to say but what if he comes back he's just Dirk Nowitzki just the seven footer that you can't block a shot is that good enough? You mean Dirk Nowitzki, who's one of the ultimate teammates in the history of the NBA, right? Like a guy who brings guys together, who his teammates love and want to run through a brick wall for. Um, I don't yeah, know that. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> I don't think that KD with that skill set is that type of unifier. So I don't think that would make a big difference, honestly. Okay. All right. Is there any team that I ranked anywhere that like you could say that team's either going to drop dramatically in the next six weeks after the draft or, you know, drafting all those trades or the team's going to rise dramatically? 
See, I don't think it's going to be six weeks from now. I think it's going to be whenever the next trade deadline is. And that team is the Houston Rockets. Mm. Uh, they're going to get to the next trade deadline. Their team is going to be in shambles. They're going to be a mess. Everybody's going to be wanting out. Um, their, their first year head coach, who they're clearly going to bring in because they want to cheap out like another team on that we're going to talk about later. Uh, and, and they're just going <laughs> to blow that thing up because they're going to have to. Um, stars are going to be pissed off. The record's going to be horrible. The payroll's mm-hmm. going to be bloated, although mm-hmm. not in the luxury tax, Zach, because we know Houston no, can't no. pay luxury tax. Can't do that. Um, and I can see them having a fire seal at the end of that yeah i mean yeah that's gonna be a mess let's just hope that james harden get through it without forcing a trade because you know there's someone's got to rescue him at some point all right Waz, let's get to the news we got a little bit of news shams tarani of the athletic is reporting that the lakers have requested a career-ending injury application to have luau dang's salary removed from the team books Dang agreed to a buyout with the Lakers in 2018, retired last October, and is owed salary through 2022. I believe it's like five million a year was. And it's just on the on the book. So Oh, the um, old Jim Bus special? Okay. Yeah. The old Jim Bus special, right. Are they gaming the system here? You know that saying, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. I mean, it, you know, it's, this is one of those moves that I think our boy Daryl Morey would be pr- proud of because he's constantly oh, okay. trying to skirt and get around, you know, the CBA and, and all of that. And I think this is the Lakers version of trying to sort of pull a Daryl Morey here. Okay. Um, yeah, like I I agree. It's just $5 million through next season. Uh, but, you know, you could use that $5 million. You know, that could be used better than Luau Deng, who hasn't played. I, I don't think he's played since, like, 2016, really. I know he's been under under contract elsewhere, but I don't think he's played in that long. But he was a part of that magical – Waz, you remember that magical midnight where Luau Deng and Timothy Mozgov became Lakers? They got through that. They got through that and became champions, Waz. That was one of those twelve oh one deals. That was like, huh? That's the one where the, they have to mute the phone line and then they're like – all right, we have to pretend like we're, we're willing to accept this, but fuck yeah, we're going to accept this. This is this is too good. It's more than we thought we were going to get. We got it. Yes, of course. All right, mute, unmute now. All right, the other news. The other news from uh, from the NBA. The Indiana Pacers have a coach. Pacers have hired a coach, according to Shams Charania of the Athletic. Nate Bjorkgren is their new coach. He was the Raptors assistant under Nick Nurse. I don't know a lot about Nate. I do know he's well respected, uh, you know, in terms of assistant coaches. Obviously, Nick Nurse is going to start building out that coaching tree a little bit as he's become one of the better coaches in just two seasons in the NBA. Uh, but you think the Pacers are skimping a little bit here? Yeah, it, it's funny because I saw that Mike D'Antoni's name was being floated very, very early on, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like the idea that MDA would be a guy that would go there and take that job when we know. One, he's represented by Warren Legary. Those of you at home who don't know, he's one of the biggest, if not the biggest, coaches agent out there. And that, yeah. that guy does not play. And Mike D'Antoni's right. a coach with tenure, with a pedigree, with a resume. He was going to demand one of the higher salaries in all of the league. And from what we've known from Indiana, this isn't just conjecture or speculation, Zach. Uh, they don't pay. 
They don't pay for executives. They don't pay into the luxury tax. They don't pay for coaches. And so the idea that he would have went there always seemed a little bit fishy to me. And so it makes sense that they would hire a first-year guy who you can skimp on as far as salary. And you can bet on, try to bet or gamble on some type of potential high side. Maybe you do get the next Brad Stevens. Maybe you do get the next Nick Nurse, right? Like maybe you do get the next great coach in the NBA by going into somebody who isn't a retread where you sort of know what their ceiling is. Was will he coach Victor Oladipo next season? I don't think so. I, I think Oladipo has kind of, he's expressed his willingness to leave the team or not even willingness, his desire to leave the team. And it's not like they looked, they looked better without him quite, quite frankly last year, right? And um, I, I think it, it becomes redundant when you talk about uh, some of their wing players, whether it be Brogdon, whether it be TJ Warren. Uh, if Oladipo is not going to be an elite wing, and he's not, he's never been much of an off guard. We saw the disaster in OKC when that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of makes sense to get rid of him, especially at his price tag. Yeah, plus he's geotagging Miami every chance he gets on Instagram. Like I think we know where he <laughs> wants to go. Was. I think uh, I think it's pretty obvious that dude wants to be in South Beach. You know, getting that uh, Miami Heat relaxation and and then building up his body back again so he can be an All NBA player. I think that's pretty obvious what he wants to do. But you know, you can't risk all that uh, all that. Giannis Antetokounmpo and Bradley Beal possibility at South Beach either was so it's a tricky you know it's a tricky thing maybe you bring in Oladipo and then you trade him maybe that's the thing you trade him as a part of a package for Bradley Beal but that does not concern the Pacers just quite yet that's going to do it for today's show make sure you're checking out all the podcasts on the Athletic Podcast Network of course the Athletic NBA show which uh, we had a fantastic basketball great tampering hoops adjacent on Wednesday we got point of contention on Thursday Nerder she wrote on Friday will go all over those player tier rankings from Seth Partnow, which you can read on The Athletic. Once again, subscribe to The Athletic, theathletic.com slash daily ding. Get your deal right there. Don't forget to listen to No Dunks. Don't forget to listen to House of Strauss. We have the team-specific shows. Just click follow in the app. You get notifications for new episodes. and Use that podcast comment section to let us know how we're doing. If you're not listening on the podcast, you listen to pods with the ads in them, Make sure you give us a five-star review. Rate and review. Subscribe on there. Unsubscribe. Resubscribe. Unsubscribe again. Resubscribe again. Make sure you are working that algorithm in our favor. Show us a little love that way. Thanks for waking up with us. Make sure you stay safe. Wear a mask. Please go vote. If you can still register and you haven't registered yet, please go do that. Make sure you're encouraging everyone to be safe. And Waz, hit me with that sign-off. You can ding my bell. Ding my bell. My bell. Ding my bell.